0: Hey guys, I'm Kelsey and I'm Ari and welcome back to Letters from a 2020 Senior. Today we are talking about our favorite time of the year.
1: (laughs) Application season.
0: Yeah. In the first half of this episode, we're going to talk about the application process and
1: all the advice we've learned going through that. And then in the second half, we're going to get to all the questions you guys asked on our social media and stay tuned because we're very excited to answer those.
0: If you want to know more about our specific college application journeys and our college decisions, make sure to check out the Our Stories episode because we go over that in a lot of detail. So before we get into anything, we just wanted to say that this episode is more advice and information focused, and we definitely have some more kind of lighthearted stuff coming up in future episodes, and we also wanted to say that by no means are we experts, we are not professionals, we're just trying to give our advice and perspective from two people who have kind of been through this process and what we have to say about it, but obviously take everything we say with a grain of salt, we are by no means experts, but we are hoping that you guys will at least be able to take some sort of advice or insight from this episode and hopefully we'll get some valuable advice or insight from the questions that we answer and the other things that we say in the episode. So I will guess we'll just start off
1: with where we applied and overall fit and um, what we were looking for when we started applying to schools and made our lists. Mm-hmm. So for me, I um, applied to a lot of schools and I, um, I feel like I cared more about the school itself than the location or the number of people. I feel like that's something that like they always ask you like with your college Mm -hmm. counselor meeting. And I feel like for me that was important, but that wasn't as important as um, like what the individual schools had to offer. I think for me, like location wise, I applied West Coast, East Coast mostly. And then I had a few other schools like in in the South and like the um, Midwest, but those were more school specific. So I think I was more like, coast bound um yeah so what about you
0: I applied to I was like very different the main thing for me was I think fit and location like I didn't apply to any east coast schools because I cannot deal with the cold I need to be in the hot weather or else I would literally combust like so I applied to I probably like 80 percent California schools and then I applied to a couple in Arizona and Texas, but that was basically it. Where I really wanted to be was Southern California. That was, like, the ideal spot for me, so majority was in SoCal. So pretty big
1: topics when you're talking about applying to college is safety, target, and reach schools. Um, so how did you find a way to balance those, and um, what was your, like, ideal amount of, of splitting those ones up?
0: So I actually... I heard this after I had already gone through the college application process, but someone said you should apply to, I think it was like a 3 two, one rule where you mm-hmm. have three reaches, two targets, and one safety for every school that, that you're applying to, which, I mean, I think that works really well for some people, but I don't think that there's like a specific formula, like you need this many mm-hmm. safeties, you need this many targets, you should have this many reaches, like I think it's really different for everyone, like for me, I had a lot more safeties than I did reach schools because of the location and like the specific things that I wanted in a school just ended up making my application like that but I don't think that was necessarily a bad thing because I got into a lot of schools that I was really really happy about so I think it really just depends on what you want in a school and I think that there's a lot of factors that go outside of just oh is this a school that I should get into is this a school that I have like this chance of getting into I think that there's just a lot to consider mm-hmm. regarding that I feel
1: like everyone's really different and mm-hmm. for me like I think I was the opposite I had more reaches um I had like good safeties that I like, got into and I, mm-hmm. I knew I would um but I think I had a lot of reaches just you know like for fun and like I just wanted to put myself out there to more <laughs> places I also think like while it's important to think about this and like have make sure you have enough options and yeah. don't limit yourself. I also think, like, no one really knows what their safety targets and reaches are. Right. I feel like it really changes, like, every year based on, like, applica- like admissions. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think, like, it's definitely important to make sure you have a lot of options, but don't get too caught up in, like, defining what's what because, like, like no one really mm-hmm. knows when they are applying.
0: yeah. Okay, so do you want to talk a little bit about your college essays, like what you actually wrote about? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so when I was – I feel like most – like most of high school, I didn't think I had anything to write about. I feel like when you're like a freshman, or sophomore, you hear of all these like big, like tragic essays that like oh, my yeah. life changed. And like, I started like a company, like in a foreign country and yeah, like, changed I changed the world. Just <laughs>
0: develop the vaccine right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like,
1: I haven't done that. Yeah. Um, so I was definitely really nervous. Um, but I met with a college counselor who really helped me through that process. And I think when you're thinking about essays, um, even if it's not a college counselor, just to, like, talk about it with anyone mm-hmm. um, and just, to, like, to, like, sit down and just kind of, like, say everything and, like, something you'll say will be, you know, like, no,
0: definitely. important
1: and that you can make into an essay. So for me, I think, we don't want to go, like, into specifics about our essays, but because everyone's is so different. Mm-hmm. But um, for me, like, my common app was about theater because um, that's both, like, yeah, that's same. something that we, I think Ari's was too. Like, mm-hmm. that's really important to us and we've grown a lot through that. Um, And then I talked a lot about had essays about um, different communities I was part of and service opportunities and th- um, like things I did in high school and mm-hmm. stuff like that.
0: Yeah I um, definitely wrote a lot about like stuff that I did in high school but honestly I think some of my essays that I at least liked the most were ones of just like random stuff in my life. Like <laughs> one of my essays was about a fake uh newspaper company I had when I was 10 like I feel like that's so irrelevant in my life but I ended up writing about it I I really liked writing about it I think I thought it was more personable than than some of my other essays not Mm -hmm. to say that it was like better or worse than the essays I'd written about stuff that I did in high school it was just like a fun essay Mm -hmm. to write I think it's like important if you have fun writing
1: it I feel like it's gonna be a good essay definitely so find topics that interest you and don't Try to you know conform to like what you think colleges want to want to hear because Definitely. they just want to hear you exactly. Um, and I think another tip that. It's really important. Is find have different people read your essays who know you differently. Yeah, I think you you want your essays to be very encompassing as a, like a view of you as a whole person. Mm-hmm. Um, so like have a friend read it, a family member read it, someone from school like a like a pro- more professional mm-hmm. resource. Um, I think if you can show like all sides of yourself in an essay, it's going to be even stronger.
0: I definitely think that's a really good point, and maybe something that's not talked about as much as just having that range of people look at your essays. Obviously, you don't want to overanalyze it, Mm -hmm, but um, having that a good amount of people who, like Kelsey said, know you in different respects, I think is a really good tip to kind of make sure that you're covering all your bases. And this is the most important thing is if you like writing about something and it's something that you're genuinely passionate about, even if it's something that in the grand scheme of your life seems kind of irrelevant Mm -hmm. I feel like that can still make for such a good essay Mm
1: -hmm. um I think another thing is finding a balance between being confident in your essays and um like taking advice um for me I think I had like amazing people who really helped me and I um they gave me great advice that I took and I you know made my essay stronger and more reflective of me um and I also had people I like went to this one counselor who just, like, to check in, or wasn't a counselor, I don't know, I talked to one person, I showed them my essay, I was like, can you just, like, make sure this sounds like a, I'm on the right track, and he was like, this is horrible, and I was like, oh, well, I love hearing that, I was yeah. like, I was like, well, everyone that I think, like, has already, you know, like, that I value, like, as an important reader in yeah. my process, like, said it was good, so I think, and I really was proud of that essay, so I think also, like, finding a balance between taking advice and not changing something if it's truly what you like, don't yeah. change yourself to fit, like, an applicant that you aren't, um, right?
0: Exactly. Just
1: yeah, I feel like it's good to to be like proud of what you're writing and Definitely. find find a space where you can do that.
0: And I think like looking at the prompts too can be very intimidating. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like some of them are written that at least the way that I interpreted it, I was like, oh my god, I have not done anything with my life. What <laughs> I, what am I gonna write about for this? But there's so much stuff that I think is there's a lot of pressure. I think that at least I put on myself to write what I think colleges wanted to hear which is I think such like a a negative space to be in like write about what is genuinely important Mm -hmm. to you and I think that makes for the best essays yeah I definitely think that helped us Mm -hmm. and another thing if, if you're
1: you know, not in the process yet, and, or, you're just, or you're just starting, I think it's intimidating how many there are, mm-hmm. but a lot of them overlap, so I think that's another piece of advice that yeah. I think I didn't know, like, when I was first starting. Mm-hmm. A lot of essay prompts overlap, so um, find things that you can expand on in, like, different ways if you have to change them slightly yeah. to fit a different prompt, but overall, I think the essays are definitely stressful, and there's definitely a lot of pressure around them, but mm-hmm. I don't know, it can, if you can kind of make it fun sometimes if definitely, you write about yeah. things that you're really passionate about. For sure so now we can talk about SATs my favorite yeah um we're gonna talk just a little bit about them because obviously right now we don't know if they're gonna last I know there's like a lot of talk for um, yeah
0: I think that classes. UC schools are like coming up with their own standardized tests that's what I heard that's I cool I, heard,
1: I hadn't heard that yeah don't no. like
0: quote me on that but fact our, check that yeah, but
1: <laughs> our sisters are deaf like our younger so like they have to apply uh-huh. soon so like I know it's a stressful time for all of them so we'll just talk a little bit about it mm-hmm. in case it does happen mm-hmm. um for me that was probably my least favorite part I started studying like early when most people do I, like the summer before junior year
0: I went through like oh that's so or I did I was not but like not life. like I
1: kind of started like we, you know like weekly studying like I met with someone and I was okay, like okay yeah, yeah right I think that's right yeah um and I went through like a few tutors because it was just not um I was getting, like, I wasn't really getting the results that I thought I could get, Mm -hmm. um, and I think I set my, like, very high expectations for myself, and, like, the score I got and the score I submitted wasn't bad, I just wasn't as confident in it as I would have hoped, um, and I feel like it didn't match the other parts of my application, I feel like, you know, like, people who have my GPA, like, you know, I mean, I feel like it just wasn't, um, Mm -hmm. It wasn't what I wanted exactly, but it wasn't bad. I just, like, put a lot of pressure on myself for it. Um, but I found, like, we both went to the, ended up going to the same place to, like, study for it. Yeah. Um, and they really helped. And I also think that, like, letting, like, numbers are touching it, like, a focused, you know, something people focus so much on for applications. And I feel like if it's not, if your score isn't what you expected. Oh, also, ACT. Sorry. Like, we both took the SAT, but ACT, ACT, this applies. It's the same thing. Um, just, like, don't let it define the way you apply and the way you view yourself as an applicant because it's just a standardized test and it doesn't define you. And I think that's an important mindset to have mm-hmm. um, when you're taking it and on, like, the days where you feel like it's consuming your life and right. it's just not working out. But in the end, it's all going to be okay. And, like, that one thing isn't going to be what, you know, like, defines you as a person and, yeah. like, where you go to college in your future. I
0: totally agree. Like, I definitely put a lot of pressure on myself to do good on the SAT like the amount of hours i spent crazy <laughs> on studying for that one test was ridiculous it was like 12 hours a week in the summer or something mm-hmm. like that and that was just the class and then plus all the extra like homework yeah. and studying it was just ridiculous and that was after i had already taken it w- mm-hmm. once or twice it, it was just i definitely put way 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 too much pressure on myself for this one small aspect of my application and I just think that I, I totally understand the, the like, pressure that people put on themselves because it's so hyped up. Not, like, hyped up, but, like, there's there's a really big focus on it, at least, I think, in students' perspective mm-hmm. for the admissions. But I also feel like there's social pressure to kind of perform at... Mm-hmm a certain level. It's just, there's a lot of focus on this aspect and not to say that it's not important at all because, you know, obviously there's, you know, there's a reason why it's a thing, but I definitely am very guilty of putting ridiculous amounts of pressure on myself for the SAT.
1: Earlier we were talking about help with applications and I think there are a lot of resources out there to take advantage of. Um, We both had help outside of school, but um, there's also some really great free options from school, like your high school counselor, your like teachers, English teachers. Um, and obviously your parents and like mm-hmm. family members can definitely help you through that too. so um, keep in that in mind that you're not alone, then there's a lot of people to help you. And I think um, another thing to point out is this application process is definitely very expensive. Um, the applications themselves are really expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you you know if you want to get tutoring outside for the SAT or get um, outside help for for applications um you know like counselors and people to like help you read your essays with you um that's all very expensive so i guess it's just important to remember that factor when you're making your list and everything and um there's also so many great websites and resources like mm-hmm. even like youtube videos that are very helpful yeah, so definitely. if you um price is definitely a big um, factor in this so just to remind you if you're feeling overwhelmed that there are a lot of resources out there that are on the internet, that are free, that would, are really great help that we use. For too. sure. Um, I think another thing is, um, trying to, like, define yourself as a certain applicant, and I think, while it's important to, you know, have an idea of, like, the schools you're applying to and what kind of students you usually get in and go there and, like, succeed there, um, I think if you really want to go to a school and, you know, you have the ability to apply, even if you don't think you are, you know, like, even if it's a really big reach, I think, you know, like, that, don't, don't limit yourself too much, um, Obviously find a balance, but I also think Mm -hmm. it's important not to to define yourself by like the applicants you think are applying there because you never know if like someone connects with like one aspect of your story.
0: Definitely. Like definitely don't get discouraged from applying to a school just because of one aspect of your application. Like if you really think that you'd be a great fit at that school or you just wanna apply and see what happens, like Mm -hmm. there's really no harm in doing that. Yeah.
1: So that's kind of everything we wanted to talk about uh besides the questions you guys answered Mm -hmm. so i guess in conclusion i think it's just really important to remember that um you know like hope like these colleges are looking at you as like a whole person and i think it's important not to focus on once like one thing Mm -hmm. um because it's likely not like there's likely not going to be just one specific small thing that's not going to get you into the school or get you in i think you know if you're not supposed to be there then you're not going to get in and if you are then you will and I don't think I think it's bad to focus on just one thing because I think it's not never just going to be one small little thing that's not going to get you in I think they this is their job like the admission officers know what they're doing so Mm -hmm. they know if you're going to be a good fit Um, so I think it's another thing to think of um, maybe to find comfort that it's all going to work out and not to put too much pressure on yourself
0: definitely I think just trusting that the admissions officers are genuinely going to take a holistic approach and they're going to look at you as an individual Mm -hmm. and they're not going to get rid of your entire application because of just one factor. Okay so now we're going to get into the questions that some of you guys have asked us. Okay so our first question is somebody asked what was one thing that was the make or break factor of your application. So I think we touched on this a little bit earlier but I just don't think that there's really a make or break factor of your application like I really think the admissions officers look at you as an individual and as a whole and not at like each individual part if that makes any sense. Mm
1: -hmm. And I think it's impossible to know, you know, even if that's a thing, it's impossible to know what that's gonna be for you. Mm -hmm. So I think just, you know, put out the best application you can and that's all that you can really do. Our next question is, what do you think you would have done differently to make the process less stressful? Um, I think a lot of people usually say start earlier and I think while it's important to start early and um do research early and kind of plan what you want to do I think for me I I like wrote essays about things that I was doing senior year so I think sometimes it like you don't want to start too early Mm -hmm. I also think it's not healthy to start really early because this is my like it's such a stressful process like you don't want to deal with that for too long
0: yeah um
1: I think like if we had to do one thing earlier I know for me I like started studying very like on schedule but um I was still taking the SAT in December of senior year, which was not good, not fun at all. So, definitely I think test early is my biggest early advice.
0: Yeah, I think for me it's not it wasn't so much testing early, although like I I think that that's an important thing. Um but I think it was just actually submitting your application a little bit before the deadline. Because at least in my experience, there was stuff that I still needed to get done that I, I didn't even realize. And I think just, you know, not applying at like 11.59 the night before <laughs> is like, you know, something important. And
1: I think also like we, this is, we both didn't like do early applications. Oh
0: yeah, we did We didn't do early
1: decision or early action. So um because I was still testing so that's why I didn't but I think if that's an option for you and you feel like you're ready I think that also might make the process less stressful.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so our next question is someone asked what are the ways you organize and manage all the things you needed to get for your application. So, in short, um I was not organized <laughs> <laughs> near, not nearly as much as I could have been and I think that's definitely really important, but the ways that I did, you know, at least organize a little bit was um I had stuff on Google Docs. Yeah, I had uh, different versions of my essays on different Google Docs. I had um, a planner of kind of like what I needed to get done and I had lots and lots of lists of all the schools that I was applying to and kind of what I needed to do for all of them. So definitely lists was important, but mm-hmm. I think I definitely could have utilize them a little bit more I don't think you
1: can ever be like organized enough but (laughs) I agree like I in my planner I had a list of like constant to do's whether it was like add a comma to this one essay or like write an essay you know like Mm -hmm. it was very like anything I had to do relating to college and then I would like check those off um and then I had one this is kind of more in like the decision process but I had a list of like every school I applied to and like comments and like you know like accepted like Mm waitlisted no um and then like I had a spreadsheet when I first applied that was just like school location like more about like what the schools were before I like knew where I wanted to apply that mm-hmm. was helpful and then same with Ari I had Google Docs with essays and then another important thing I feel like is computer organization like yeah I feel like things can easily get lost on your computer in this process
0: definitely and I've been seeing a lot on um TikTok of computer organizations mm-hmm. it's called like Notion yeah I looked
1: I like looked at it but I like I didn't I haven't, like, really looked at it Yeah, yet.
0: me either, but I've seen so many people's, like, Notion things, mm-hmm. and they organize, like, all their classes and stuff, and it looks so yeah. neat, and so if you want to get organized, I don't know, maybe... Maybe that... We, we'll check it, it out. Yeah, we'll... Yeah, <laughs> we'll I feel like I'm you. more of a, like,
1: written planner person, Yeah. Um, but yeah, whatever works for you, just plan in advance for, like, the process. For sure. The next question is, how and when did you decide that you were happy with and ready to submit your essays. Oh, I really like that. So I think that's definitely important because you've been working on these essays for so long and mm-hmm. they feel like you're like babies and then Literally. you don't want to just like let go of them. And you feel like <laughs> you can always do better. But um, I think for me, like getting into a process where you feel confident in submitting them, I had the, like a list of people that I needed to read them. So once I, like all of those people read them, I felt like they were you know felt more confident in them and then I always had to be the last person to read them like in the application so mm-hmm. that was important for me to just like get a last read um I also think like when you start to get annoyed with an essay that's like when it's time like that's yeah. when you've done everything you can I feel like sometimes I'd be reading them and I like was like oh like this is so annoying i read this like 200 times um but I think it's definitely hard but once you start like getting into the process you can find that Um, that time when you can let go and don't stress about it too much
0: 100% yeah for me it was I think I knew I was ready to submit them when I brought them to my parents and they were like yeah this is a really good essay I think just like having my parents like be be -hmm. like yes like this this is good to go I think that like gave me the closure that I needed because I definitely am one to over edit my essays and I I'm like no it's not good enough (laughs) I can I can still edit it but there is a point where you kind of have to be like okay, I'm going to submit it now. And for me, that was my parents just saying, yeah, this is good to go. Okay. So our next question is someone asked, what's the best way to manage your time? Kelsey, do you want to, do you want to take over this one? So
1: my senior year was probably the busiest I've ever been in my life. I was
0: looking back Mm -hmm. at
1: like, you know, like my Apple calendar and I don't know how I did it. Like, I don't know how I slept. I was, I was crazy. Um, (laughs) So, like, because I was doing, like, obviously college apps and then senior year, like, five APs. Um, I was still testing, studying for the SAT and SAT2s. I was working at my first job. Oh, yeah, that ice cream place. <laughs> yeah. I was working at, like, the hospital, like, a local hospital every week. I was, we were both doing shows. I know, like, I was doing shows at school and I think outside and, like, auditions and, like, other stuff like that. And then, like, all of my school, like, clubs and everything. So, mm-hmm. it was... A crazy time, um, but also looking back, I don't know if I would have done it differently. I think a lot of those things I was doing, I really enjoyed, and I think they were their important part of my application, and um, so I think it's just important to plan junior year and see where you have time and where you don't have time, mm-hmm. and I think it's important to, like, reflect then, so then you don't get so, like, bombarded in senior year.
0: Right, definitely don't overload yourself senior year, because the college application process is a lot. And I think there's just a lot of stuff that you kind of aspire to do. There's just a lot of stuff to do senior year. So Mm -hmm. I definitely think getting a gauge for kind of how much you can handle junior year is definitely a good way to kind of predict how you can best manage your time for senior year when you actually have to go through the whole application Mm -hmm. process.
1: And I think another thing its just like, it's important to have a motivating mindset that even if it's crazy, it's only one part of your life and mm-hmm. just put all your effort into it. And like, it's for a reason, like you got to go to college and like having the next happy four years. So I think it's worth it in the end. Yeah, um, definitely. But, yeah.
0: Okay. So our next question is actually a small piece of advice that someone gave us. Someone said, don't apply to schools you wouldn't go to. It's a miserable process. <laughs> okay. Um, I definitely think that you know, if you really can't see yourself at a school and it's just really some a place that you honestly you're just applying to but you can't really see yourself at, I think there's just no reason to apply to that school. I think there's definitely truth in that sense, but obviously if there's a school that you might not be 100% sure about and you are able to apply to that school... I you know you don't want to limit yourself in Mm -hmm. that regard. I think you learn a lot
1: through the process, and you kind of discover more about like where you want to go and what you're interested in. So I think while it's important, definitely not to like waste your time with places you never want to go because that's a waste of money, time, effort, like Mm -hmm. everything. Um, I think like it's important to have a list that you know leaves some room for like growth and change in your in your plan. For sure. We also had some people say that this process was very easy, and they had like conflicting opinions. Some of our other um responses. And I think it's important to realize that this is just our, you know, this is our experience. And, um, I think some people definitely approach it differently and Mm -hmm. that's good. I think for us, like we did what we had to do to like feel confident in our application and like try our best. And I think for some people, like it's a lot less stressful and that they can get stuff done, you know, like faster. Um, so I think it's also important to recognize that like everyone else has a, everyone has a very different experience with college applications. Our final question is one from one of our parent listeners, and I know we have a few of you out there, so hopefully this connects with you if you have a child going through this process or was about to. So the question is, how can parents best support slash encourage their child during this process? I think it's really important because this is such a stressful time, not only for the student, the applicant, but also for the family. Um, I think it's really important to just find a balance between um, helping your your student your child Mm -hmm. and letting them go through like letting them ask for help Mm -hmm. I think my parents did a good job of like you know helping me when I asked and like trusting that I was going to get it done for myself because I know for me I think everyone's really different so this is also important like if you're a student to like reflect and like maybe have a discussion like this is what I need I know this is like really stressful for me like I'm intrinsically motivated Mm -hmm. so I feel like there's other people who probably like need the like their parents to be like or like it would help them to like stay motivated to be like okay like remember we have the application I think like my parents helped me with that too but I think you just need to assess like how much help you're looking for in this process and like mm-hmm. tell like you know if you don't if you want this to be an individual thing and then like have that conversation but I think your parents are always there to help you like when you need help because this is such a important time in your life
0: right definitely this having the support of my parents through this process was so important to me and it really meant a lot that my parents were kind mm-hmm. of there for me while I was going through such a yeah, stressful definitely. and crazy time. But I definitely think for parents, just like understanding kind of what your your child needs. Like Kelsey said, like I'm intrinsically motivated. So having help from my parents that might have, like if they had been way too overbearing, I think would have just stressed me out more when I know they're just trying to help. Mm-hmm. So I think the key is just, is balance, you know, finding a way to be there to support and help them through the process without being super you know involved
1: and like and yeah yeah and I think like yeah I definitely would not have been able to do any of it without my parents so big thank you to them um I know, shout out yeah. to you mom and dad <laughs> yeah. love you guys yeah and like your parents like like I feel like we had you know we were blessed to have parents who like really helped us with this process definitely um so I think just you know even if it's not a parent finding someone who can help you through this so that pretty much sums up everything we were going to talk about for this episode um thank you to everyone who submitted questions. Mm-hmm. That was really fun for us. Um and if you didn't hear your question being answered, we either touched on it in a previous episode or we're going to throw it into a um, upcoming episode, but that was a big help. Thank you so much. We really want to make this an interactive experience and talk mm-hmm. about things that you guys are interested in and worried about. Um so thank you for everyone and you know, stay tuned for more little questions we have to make this a you know, cooler experience for you.
0: Definitely. Keep asking us questions if you have anything that either didn't get answered or you're curious about now or any comments or anything, please, we openly encourage you guys to DM us on Instagram or tweet us, Mm -hmm. any of that.
1: Thank you so much for listening. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Letters from a 2020 Senior, follow us on Twitter at LFA 2020 Podcast, and please subscribe to Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify.
0: Make sure to stay tuned for our next episode, All In This Together. Thank you for listening. Bye, guys.